Hello people, welcome to the Couch Experts, your all new podcast on cricket in general and Indian cricket in particular. Uh, this is going to be our first episode and when we say Couch Experts, we mean Couch Experts. We mean that the show is going to be all about fans. It's going to be a platform for fans to engage and put their views across because we've got numerous platforms where analysts come and talk about the game and experts from the, in the, from the sport come and talk about the game. But this we thought should be a platform for fans to come and express themselves. So this is the first episode of the Couch Experts, your own cricket podcast, where you will be the hero. And today we have got two fans of Indian cricket. We got Manish and Pratik. Hi, Manish. Hi, Pratik. Here we go. Hi. Uh, hi, hi. So we'll just quickly start. It's a, it's a Christmas ending. I mean, we have finished the first test. It's Christmas happening. It's New Year happening. The season is ending. The year is ending. It's been a pretty uh, difficult year for almost all of us, for the sport as well. But it's a refreshing change to see the sport back in kind of kind of normality. Uh, there are crowds in the stadium. We didn't see those crowds in the IPL, but in Australia, largely things seem to be under control. Though there is still a new outburst that's happening in uh, Sydney and all. We'll hope for the best when we get into the next test match. So quickly to start off with Manish. Manish, uh, Indian tour of Australia is always one of the most expected ones. We have finished the first test where we okay a forgettable test match for all of us, for Indian fans in particular, our lowest ever test score. Uh, what did you think? What is the mind state like, Manish? Yeah, so Raghu, uh, first of all, you know, I'm super excited that you know, the cricket has uh, started again uh, uh, post the pandemic uh, lockdown. And it's it's great to start watching, uh, especially test match cricket. Uh, I know we all had a, a you know a heavy dose of uh, IPL uh, just about a month or so back. Um, but I, for me personally, um, given a choice, would always opt for uh, you know test match cricket. Uh, watching as well as you know, if I'm playing, I would rather play the longer versions of the game, like the test or or a 50 overs, uh, uh, opposed to uh, you know the IPL uh, masala, uh, because I think that's where a lot of uh, each version has its own uh, different skill sets. Uh, but this is where you know you really get uh, tested on on your on your skills. Um, like you said, you know a very uh, you know forgettable uh, first test match for India. Um, uh, personally, when I, I I feel when when we uh, for any team to to you know establish themselves well uh, to have a uh, you know a decent total, uh, which is what uh, you know we were lacking. Uh, the opening batsman uh, is is very very key. You know how you handle the new ball, how you play yourself in and set the platform for the other stroke makers uh, in the uh, you know coming up in the lower middle orders to you know to capitalize on is is paramount. And if you traditionally look at all the teams who have done well uh, home and away, uh, and who have piled on big runs, you know you can look look at a, look at it across generations. Are the teams who have had good solid openers, not necessarily very flamboyant, like the you know like 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 we're in the Sehwag, but it has always been. Uh, even if you take India, right? Uh, you look at the time when Navjot Singh Sidhu was there, who was a, a solid opener. Um, it, it, that is the time when when we had Gautam Gambhir as well, you know, partnering with Sehwag. Uh, those were the times when India set up big scores, and you will notice that there will be very very few big scores when the when the openers haven't uh, you know done well. So for me, that was key. And uh, and the moment I saw Prithvi Shaw uh, in the eleven, I felt that you know it's it was really really going to be uh, you know touch and go, and I, I was pretty uh, pessimistic about our chances. Uh, there and it was proven in like what I think he was out in like two balls. Um, so uh, so that that itself kind of set the tone for us, right? First test match, uh, we are playing a day night 
uh, test match as well which we are not very used to uh, you know playing uh, long versions on the, you know with the white uh, you know playing in whites the lights um and that kind of uh, you know kind of opened up the uh, our our uh, you know middle order um and from there it was even though uh, you know we we kind of recovered with uh, kohli uh, and and pujara uh, i think the the first innings itself you know a, a subpar first innings kind of set the whole uh, you know whole uh, i can say collapse rolling yeah i agree i agree uh, the opening was a, was a debatable point for almost all of us prithvi shah especially uh, because he was, he was not mentally as well as from a game perspective he's not been in a great touch he's not even great form even in the ipl he was not in great form and even otherwise there has been lots of talks about his concentration is is uh, approach towards uh, moving ball i think there are a lot of technicalities that he needs to kind of fix and it was a little i don't know maybe the team manager wanted to back him uh, to an extent and give him the extra boost of confidence but that really didn't help it actually backfired for us uh, bringing pratik in pratik uh, uh, what do you think was meaning we had a okay kind of I mean, we didn't do extremely well we had a 240 plus score uh, but i think the bowling effort in the first innings was really great right to get that 70 or run lead uh, which actually gave opened up the game for us but then we collapsed it completely on the uh, morning that one hour third day uh, what do you think pratik yeah absolutely and i think uh, you know manish did sum it up well in terms of how the setup for the test match was happening um, you know uh, first of all i mean i'm sure most of us who've been following the game for quite some time uh, the current scenario especially with the indian team is exactly the opposite of what it was in the early 2000s right back then we had the fab 5 leading the batting for us but we were always unsure about you know will the bowlers turn up or not this time around like you mentioned you know in spite of having an okayish first innings the bowlers turned it around and the scenario now is that we have more trust on our bowlers to deliver for us than for our batsmen to sort of give in uh, you know i think when even when the squads were announced and there was it, it was it was actually uh, being way too optimistic for the indian team uh, indian team fan uh, to feel that they'll do well in this series uh, especially amongst the key pointers that he mentioned openers i mean you know you you really uh, tremble at the sight of prithvi shaw opening for india Uh, that said uh, we did recover uh, you know thanks to the bowlers but the third day was actually a big debacle i mean that was one of those days you know when i actually realized what an arsenal fan goes through right for that for more than a decade and a half uh, you have hope you believe that you know you're in an overseas test series uh, you have a good chance of winning the first test and there you go i mean if you look at australia's record in day night test matches it is it is beyond imagination right uh, they won each of their last seven uh, you know day night tests their average score in a day night test in the first innings is around close to 400 uh, whereas the opposition normally ends up scoring 200 uh, 220 odd so while all of that fell into place uh, the real australian uh, side gohan pratik pratik it was not a surprise uh, you know for me uh, while i did not expect them to get bundled out for 36 but yes this was somewhere lingering that you know what what we saw in the first two days was not a real side of the indian team uh, having said that prathik actually if you look at the uh, first two days technically speaking uh, session wise break up uh, we were actually 3 2 with one session being shared up and uh, with a 70 run lead getting into the day 3 one would have thought that at least a 150 200 score to set up a fighting fourth innings target would have been in the offing for us right to to actually move in so uh, 
Pratik, I was a little stunned by the way we collapsed. I mean, a one-hour thing. You don't expect international side that plays so much amount of cricket these days across venues, across formats to kind of bundle up. Our last total of 42 was in 1974, which is like when we didn't have so much exposure in world cricket. In general, we were like a very regular touring side. We were in great touring sides anyway. But nowadays, the cricketers play so much amount of cricket and you're exposed to different teams, different analysts uh, pointing out the strengths and weaknesses of each player. So... Completely stunning, right? It has to call off us by surprise, Pratik. 36 for 9. I wouldn't call it too... I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't say I was way too surprised because like I said, it was it was pure madness of that one hour, right? You you need to look at this, uh, you know, if, if you break this down in the sense that what happened with the Indian team in the first innings, uh, starting from, you know, Prithvi Shaw uh, sort of, you know, having a daylight between his bat and pad, uh, then the Virat Kohli run out. Imagine Rahane's situation, right? You run out your captain, possibly the best batter that you had on that particular day. Uh, you move into the second innings, and knowing that you know your team is struggling at 15 for uh, three, uh, you sort of have to get in. Uh, then you suddenly find yourself at 15 for five, uh, and so on and so forth. I wouldn't say I was surprised. Trust me, it was pure greatness from the Australian bowling attack that you were completely taken aback by. And it's not that other teams have not stumbled down to such low scores, right? I think Australia themselves have suffered something similar at the hands of yes, yes. Columbus. So it's it's I wouldn't I wouldn't be way too harsh on that Indian team as well. It was and like I said, more than them struggling, yes, they were struggling. Uh, yes, uh, it would be unfair on our part to expect them to do something bizarre in this series. But all, you know, uh, credit to the Australian bowlers for making Indian batsmen look like school kids. I mean, imagine the kind of exposure that they have, like you mentioned. Uh, imagine, uh, you know, playing so much cricket against most of these guys. It wouldn't be fair to say that these guys don't have that talent or that potential to do well. But it all boils down to how you're preparing, right? Right from your coach who doesn't seem to be so interested in, you know, uh, interested in sort of getting that lineup uh, correct. More keen on being that, you know, alter ego for uh, the man who no, must not be named uh, here. So, the thing <laughs> with the management, things with the way setup is, you know, pure dominance or by a single individual as far as the team selection, etc. is concerned. So, this day was brewing somewhere. Uh, not to say if in the second test, and, and also if you see it was a day-night test match, right? I mean, something which India has not much exposure to. So, on right. the wickets where balls, ball, you know, does end up troubling the batsman. Uh, it, it, it's absolutely okay. If India were to do something similar at MCG or at Sydney, that would take me aback, to be very honest. But here in the day-night test match, I wouldn't say. And remember, uh, it's it's not that you know South uh, Asian teams have not done well. Uh, if you remember, Pakistan did end up giving Australia a scare a couple of years back on a similar uh, test match, right? So yeah, but uh, all credit to the Australian bowlers for sort of you know delivering a result which nobody expected them to. Yeah, but I think we should remember that the collapse didn't happen during that twilight hour that people generally talk about in a day-night test. We collapsed in the, the first hour of the, of, the, of the day, so it's not really uh, fair to point it out in a day-night test match. But I, yeah, a lot of points that you said make sense. Uh, to bring in Manish here, Manish, uh, the, while there has been a lot of talk about the excellence with which the Australian bowlers did their job, went about it, uh, they went from a, exactly out, they didn't even give you room to actually move out of the stump. They just bowled wicket to wicket, no room outside the half stump. Uh, they just made you play. And I think the one thing that I've noticed in the entire series, be it from the ODA or the T20 or, or whatever, has been that uh, the one thing that we have been suspect against is the bounce. I think lots of the players, if you look at it, they, have, they just not got the bounce right, the gay batsmen. They are not able to judge and play uh, the bouncy wickets that, that, that came in offering throughout the series. I think that's an area that I've been looking at right from the ODA to the T20 and now in the test as well. So how do you see this? Uh, well... 
no talking about the bounce it's it's a very difficult for non australians so i i would say uh, you know batsmen from the subcontinent to get used to uh, leaving the ball uh, based on the bounce uh, i think there was a time when um, i think was it pujara uh, uh, and mayank who were kind of leaving it uh, based on the bounce uh, which again yeah. was like uh, far and few you you could see in the past you know the people like uh, rahul dravid doing it uh, you know pretty successfully and tendulkar but then again you know they are they are totally different class um so it's it's very difficult to do that because in the subcontinent most of those you know, deliveries will be uh, around your uh, knee height um so you know it is not prudent to leave those balls um unless it's you know way out outside of them um that is something that uh, i i'm fine with that you know because they're not used to that kind of a bounce it's very different difficult to kind of change whole uh, mindset uh, and that in reaction time right i mean you instinctively uh, you know go with your bat uh, rather than just leaving the ball based on bounce if it's in line with the body and the stumps uh, talking about the batting uh, performance uh, or or you know the overall show i mean personally what i would if i were planning the the itinerary uh, you know i would always push for the test matches to the test series to happen for the uh, you know before the uh, all the the circus of uh, 50 and uh, you know t20 happens because invariably even if the series is over there is always a bit of uh, you know kind of the, that uh, cross batted lofting residue in your mind uh, which tends to come out uh, if you start with a test series everybody starts from scratch you know mentally even though the ipl is just finished i, I you know i would have still push for the test series uh, to happen first you know finish the uh, you know get that get the test series out of the way because it's a totally different mindset that you need to bat uh, or even bowl in a test match uh, compared to the the 50 and t20 right so because and and it's been a pretty long series as well right you know three and five matches happening um, so you're so used to going for the you know going for the shots that it becomes very difficult to uh, you know leave that uh, pitched up delivery outside ostrom and and you could see that with uh, thing it was virat kohli who uh, in a kind of uh, chased a wide, uh, slightly wide one and got caught at slip um you know, i'm pretty sure and he had a problem there in the past uh, in especially in england which he had rectified but those are the kind of things that kind of, you know tend to creep into your batting when you have played a lot of uh, limited overs cricket um so so i think that kind of plays uh, you know kind of played a part uh, but then again you know no excuse uh really for for the performance they uh you know displayed in the second innings i know there were a few deliveries uh, there was something in the wicket for the for the seam for the australian seam bowlers they bowled great areas even in the first innings as well as second innings but again i think there were at least two or three wickets there which uh, we really you know kind of gave it to them and uh, that's that's again i feel it's probably an overdose of uh, limited over limited overs cricket uh the mindset uh, still staying in the memory yeah i think i also think that uh, like just taking off the point that you just made uh, even in terms of the team selection we kind of look at the t20 performances we kind of look at the odi performances then pick players according to the you know, test team which i don't think is the right way to go about uh, the overall platform you know, except for people like say chepu or or rahane or anuma vihari for that matter who are who generally come in as test specialists otherwise the selection is largely bordered around how their performance has been in the IPL how their performance has been in the ODI T20 series which maybe is not the right kind of measurement that you do when you when you move to a test platform but i think let's move on to look at what the most promising thing we discussed about in brief earlier was the was the bowling the bowling effort in the first innings uh, 
Uh, I thought Ashwin came in extremely well. Bumrah bowled with a lot of heart to pick up the opening two wickets. But the way Ashwin started off, I think, uh, with a lot of criticism happening around his overseas performances versus the Indian uh, home soil performances, he came in as if he had a point to prove. And the, the overall bowling kind of clicked. Extreme, they just bowled in pairs and they, except for Shami who looked a little off-sort in the first innings and he's generally a second innings bowler. Uh, but I think that was a phenomenal bowling effort in the first innings. Right, uh, Manish? Yes, I mean, so... Ashwin is, is a seasoned, uh, you know, campaigner now, and um, he's he's always had that drive. Uh, he's always had the guile, has uh, a good repertoire of, uh, you know, deliveries. Uh, my only concern is uh, is his fitness. I mean, I would say, uh, you know, if he if he can stay fit, uh, and, and that is a concern for me and his fielding because uh, the the current Indian team, I, I know he's kind of you know managing it in the Test team, and we are the the team management is, you know. Uh, Overall, a little tolerant towards him, uh, but you know, there are a few people, uh, you know, Ashwin, um, Ishan Sharma, um, who are not very good on the field, and I think that's that's an area that they really need to focus on. Uh, the days when the likes of Srinath and Prasad used to go take a break after they finished their spell, I think is is kind of we are way over that. Uh, all eleven leaders uh, are expected uh, to be, you know, very fit and you know contributing on the field as well, apart from. Their uh, main skill set. Uh, from a bowling perspective, I think Ashwin bowled really, really well, uh, and I continue to. I, I expect him to continue to do well uh, for the rest of the series as well. Um, you know, Shami was, you know, as you said, a big blow that we don't have him. Um, Umesh Yadav, again. I mean, I know he kind of did, uh, you know, do well uh, in the in the first innings, uh, in the last Test match, but uh, again. And I know you'll come back to come to the, probably the next topic is you know uh, discussing about uh, the new debutants. Uh, but yeah. for me, Umesh and Siraj are kind of you know I feel have the same kind of mentality. Whole, I don't. I mean personally, um, I know Siraj in patches has done well uh, in in domestic uh, um, you know in the seasons. But uh, I kind of feel that they just come and bowl. Uh, they don't mm. have a lot of plan. Uh, in getting the batsmen out, they don't seem to be reading the batsmen very well. They just like to come and bowl fast. So uh, that is a concern for me. And Umesh still hasn't matured into a, a reliable bowler. I know we have him as the third seamer in, in most occasions, especially abroad. Um, but uh, that's a, that's something that I would like to see him, um, you know, uh, work on. And also, I hope you know Siraj kind of you know proves me wrong as well. Um, mm. But uh, but yeah, so you know. Uh, Bumrah, as we know, we, we expect him to you know spearhead spearhead the attack, and uh, I expect Ashwin to continue bowling uh, as well as he is uh, doing so currently. Right, uh, Manish, you touched on a good topic about Basil was the performance on the field. Our effort on the field actually has been pretty sad in the, the entire series. That the fielding lapses, the drop catches, uh, you can't afford to give somebody like uh, Labushang you know, multiple chances uh, and then expect them to not score. That has been a pretty sad point, and with all the coaches around, the, the number of people around, the good fielders have been dropping catches and misfields around. So uh, that's a concern for me, Pratik. Uh, what is your point on on this fielding lapses that we have been facing? Uh, absolutely delirious, if you ask me. Uh, amongst you know, we talk about uh, all all of these youngsters wanting to make a point. Uh, the people they grew up, you know, watching. Have all become exceptional fielders, like uh, the likes of Yuvraj, Kev, and so on and so forth. Uh, it's not for nothing that they say catches win you matches. 
imagine giving four chances to someone like labu sagne right we were honestly lucky that he did not make us pay very very much uh, or else it could have turned into an absolute nightmare at the beginning itself but it was not to say that you know australia but they also did a drop of you but if you were to see the indian bowling uh, the indian fielding setup has not been that uh, exciting or that up to the mark uh, so to uh, you know uh, so far and especially when you come on the back of you know a good uh, say ipl you know you, you've already been playing it's not that you're playing cricket after a very long time uh, that you know you will have those uh, sticky hands so very very surprising so to say uh, and like i mentioned the earlier right and these are those things that the management needs to work together you know with the players uh, softer aspects of the game but very very critical in terms of setting you know the whole series up because uh, it sometimes it is efforts like this which actually lift the team up right uh, you know you have not been up to the mark uh, you know and some performances like this uh, will sort of help get the team together and it's them who are inspiring each other on the field let's not forget that so when you see a fellow you know imagine someone like a shami you know pumping in ha- pumping his heart in and having someone like a bumrah drop uh, you know drop a catch so you all you again need to sort of you know uh, motivate yourself go back you know put in those uh, you know effort and bowl again so this is where the entire you know mix up has been uh, so and it's not that it has happened here it has happened in the odis and t20s as well so something which definitely that the team needs to work upon uh, towards last yeah so okay we'll i think uh, we have discussed in length about the uh, previous performance of us at adelaide and it's time to move on i think the indian team also has to move on and as fans we also have to move on uh, from the debacle that we saw in adelaide and hope for better uh, times to come forward so rightly placed for the boxing day test the big even that australian cricket essentially looks out for uh, lots of memorable matches across boxing day has happened at the mcg uh, with india without india and that's that's a, that's a huge uh, platform for them so any memories of boxing day for either of you guys uh, let's start with manish yeah ragu so uh, yes definitely for me it is the uh, you know it is it was uh, sevag's uh, 195 uh, you know quite a few years back i think it is uh, in early 2000s maybe 2002 or 2003 3. yeah 2003 yeah. uh where you know it was just an absolute uh you know massacre of the of the uh, australian bowling attack um a pity he missed out on uh, on a on a, on a what would have been an incredible double hundred uh if i if i recall correctly i think uh, catch bowled a full toss and he just whacked it straight and he was caught about maybe 2 3 yards just inside the boundary uh, going for yet another six um and I, i think someone mentioned to him that hey you know why i think it was probably the uh post days play there was a, you know one of the commentators or presenters presenter asked him you know why did you go for that six you know you had so much of time you know you could have just knocked off uh five singles and uh, you know uh, made sure that you got that uh, double hundred and in in one day and he said hey that's not my style and uh, you know what i was just caught you know two three yards uh, inside instead of looking at it as you know uh, i shouldn't have hit it he said you know i was just caught like two three yards inside so Uh, and he's proved it time and again you know getting to those uh, milestones of 50 200 and even the 300 uh, all came off uh, you know big sixes so he's uh, accelerating uh, exhilarating uh, you know batsman uh, and i wish uh, you know we could we could continue to see him bat um, so very very memorable boxing day match uh, for me if if you were meeting in person i think i would go in high five for that because that's that's one match i would i want to talk about too also especially considering the fact that he did it in a single day you know i think in the course of one day 195 absolutely just before the end of day's play different matter that we got slaughtered there as well with a big batting collapse that happened in the after his departure where he lost on six wickets for some i think 30 or 40 or runs and then that cost us the match 
Pratik, what's your boxing day memory? Um, I'm, I'm sure uh, Sehwag's 195 uh, will be the favorite for most of us. But I wouldn't go, uh, you know, that far, at least with the current Indian setup and, uh, you know, uh, the stand-in skipper uh, for India. Uh, 2014 Boxing Day test is something which really, you know, stands out for me. Uh, you know, we all saw what Steve Smith did, uh, you know, with his 192 in that first innings. But for the first time, after, after, after you know, a quite a while, uh, we saw the Indian batting standing up and wanting to fight, right? It was uh, Kohli and Rahane, if I remember correctly, both with close to 150, uh, uh, scoring close to 150 in that test. Uh, but, you know, that was that was intent. Uh, that was not getting bogged down by, you know, the opposition overseas, putting up a very big score in front of you. I hope this team does take some inspiration from there uh, and, you know, uh, sort of come up and build. Because if you see, uh, the fight that we put up back then is something which is really, really essential for these guys to sort of, you know, take inspiration from as they prepare for this one. Uh, it 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 does it did speak about a lot of uh, you know character if you were to say uh, you know people wanting to chip in uh, I'm sure uh, you know someone like a uh, uh, Pujara uh, KL Rahul etc uh, while KL Rahul does miss out this time around but that was also one of those times that he did not end up doing that great right so so this uh, this is something which I believe uh, you know sort of stands out for me at least in the recent past and I hope uh, you know we take some inspiration that's, a, that's that. a good uh, platform for us to move on to our next topic which is the test that's starting. Uh, next for us, the teams have been announced and we've got two debutants coming on board. I wouldn't go even that far actually, uh, Pratik, even if our last Boxing Day outing 2018 against the Australians was a win, uh, which is again a good memory to take confidence off from. Again, in at Melbourne, of course, they were without their batting biggies, but that's a different point. But you still had to play and go out and win a match, which I think they did quite well. Uh, it was also Mayank Akarwal's debut, again, Pratvisha being uh, forced out and then Mayank coming in. This time we have another opener who is debuting for us. Shubman Gill comes in. Again, another opener debuting at the MCG uh, in the boxing latest match. What do you guys think about the squad that's that's come in? Manish? Um, I think positive move, getting in uh, Gill for uh, Prithvi Shaw. Um, I think Gill is someone who has improved his batting uh, tremendously in the past, uh, I would say, two to three years. Um, he, he came in as you know, uh, the, the next big star. Uh, there was a lot of hype around his uh, batting. Um, especially after his uh, performance in the under-19 ranks. Um, and I think he kind of went off the boil, probably too much expectations. Uh, but he went back to uh, domestic cricket, uh, you know, worked on his batting. And uh, especially the way he's been playing, he played in, in the recent IPL. Uh, you know, even though, uh, though he was scoring runs uh, at a uh, fast clip, uh, technically he looked you know, pretty, pretty solid. He was playing in the V. Uh, and also, he, I, there were quite a few shots, uh, you know, down the ground, uh, which he scored off. Uh, and I like his intent, right? And apart from the from the technique, he's he's a positive batsman, plays the ball on merit. Uh, that is something I was kind of uh, I felt was uh, was lacking uh, in our batting in the first innings. There were way too many broad balls. Uh, I know uh, Pujara is uh, is a defensive batsman, but that is uh, that's kind of been something that uh, you know I felt. Uh, is 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 a big miss from uh, in Pujara's batting or, or a chink in his batting. I think he kind of gets too defensive. Uh, you know, when you're scoring 30 runs or 40 runs out of uh, after facing 160, 190 deliveries, uh, it not only becomes difficult for you to you know kind of move your score, but the team itself, uh, you know, kind of the 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 whole innings kind of becomes stagnant. Um, and that is where someone like you know the likes of Virendra Sehwag. Uh, used to really turn the match around, right? Now, we are so 
if he is playing well if he was whenever he was playing well we were so far ahead of the game that uh, you know even when if there's been a collapse we are still kind of have that uh, you know kind of that bandwidth to recover and get back to the game on an even keel whereas here what happens is uh, someone plays a really defensive uh, innings like that where your strike rate is like 15 or 20 uh you know it becomes and when they get out after playing 150 uh, balls and not scoring enough runs it becomes very difficult for the other person who is coming in the next person who is coming in to kind of you know pick up on the scoring because the bowling team is totally on top of you uh, their morale is high and you have the you know the you have already lost a lot of time uh, on that so i shuman gill i i'm pretty positive about his uh, you know uh, his uh, entry into the team um i i i know rahan is you know kind of uh, likes to have that extra bowler and i think it's a good move uh, i just cannot understand how you can go into a a five day test match uh, three or four bowlers right you know four bowlers i think is is way too short uh, because you know the kind of batting lineup that you're going to be against up against and uh, there is going to be a lot of workload on the bowlers ideally you need five bowlers plus one or two people who can just roll their arm over uh, you know just to give the regular bowlers a break so uh that's a good move uh ravindra jadeja has been in great form uh you know also with the bat so he can you can expect him to you know contribute some runs with the bat as well tremendous asset uh, on the field uh whether it is catching or you know which is run outs fielding um and and he's a very tidy bowler right uh, even if he doesn't get much assistance um from the wicket uh you would expect him to bowl wicket to wicket and that is always going to you know maintain the pressure on the batsman from one side um and while you know someone else is getting the wickets from the other side so yeah uh, right i think it's it's a good move i am not very sure about uh, in fact i am not too happy with uh, pant making the squad you have uh, you know for me by far vindh uh, sorry vidhiman saha is the best wicket keeper batsman in india uh, at the moment um he's been on and off uh, the in and off out of the team because of uh, injuries the way he came back and played in the ipl uh, you know and again going out with injury but the brief time he was in the ipl he played brilliantly showing that he can you know adapt to different conditions and you know just one failure you know you should you really shouldn't be uh, you know throwing out your wicket keeper wicket keeper and opening batsman are two key positions who need stability who needs the backing of the team management for them to start uh, you know performing uh and the wicket keeper is is a cornerstone of the team right uh, if you keep chopping and changing your wicket keeper then it's going to be pretty difficult um and uh, you know someone like pant i i don't see if they are saying that you know they need an extra batsman i don't see how you know you bring in someone like pant who is a 50 50 right you know the probability of him getting out in the first 5 or 10 balls is extremely high uh, or him playing a rash shot so uh, i think a uh, little uh, probably disappoint little disappointing on that side uh but uh, you know great addition with uh, with gil yeah uh, so pratik just uh, want your opinion on what the squad selection is all about uh, manish has spoken quite in length about mohammad siraj and shubman gil uh, but your thoughts on the, the composition for the next test match especially mohammad siraj jaddu coming in shubman gil uh, really really uh, sort of uh, excited to see mohammad siraj in there uh, i i'm not really sure how many will agree but possibly one of those few options that we've got left on the tour Uh, who has had some experience in australia has done really well on the india a tour as well and for me that is really critical especially you know when you seen the conditions uh, he did well in the practice games as well in the lead up to the series 
so i hope that he'll be able to sort of you know fit in and uh, do decently well uh, as for rishab pant you know versus ritiman saha i guess that debate will always be there uh, i would i while saha is a far greater cricket keeper you know than rishab pant but i believe that somewhere rishab pant's batting skills might come in handy in this game he had a pretty decent uh, outing last time around when he played uh, you know uh, he did score a 150 as well uh, so hoping that you know that same rishab pant does turn around and his hoof up behind the wicket do not cost us much uh shubham gill uh, somewhere uh, you know happy to have him there uh, it's you know it, it's actually a uh, something which i believe uh, is a good sign where the selectors or the management did not rush in with uh, you know him get selecting him along earlier uh, something that we saw uh, with prithvi shaw uh, gill has sort of you know been patient spent his time on the bench and that urge now to prove himself something you know that you mentioned about mayank agarwal last time around uh, mcg test boxing day mayank agarwal debut a similar setup i feel is there for shubham gill as well and i hope he's going to make this uh, you know chance count uh, again someone who did decently well uh, in the domestic circuit as well and has sort of come in here and jadeja i feel uh, you know on this on this wicket uh, a little surprised that he did not uh, sort of go ahead with an additional seamer in his place uh, but all uh, sort of you know credit to him uh, in the recent past he's shown that his batting uh, and bowling both can come in handy Uh, him and ashwin sort of we'll see them bowling together in tandem after a very long time uh, a big fan of the two of them sort of you know uh, spoiling the uh, you know party for the opposition at least on the indian wicket hope they can do something similar or uh, you know in this test thank you so much pratik thank you so much that's very that was a good closing point actually uh, so uh, thank you pratik thank you manish it was great having both of you guys for the first episode of the couch experts uh, thank you for putting the time in uh, merry christmas and a wonderful new year to both of you And to all Indian fans who are hearing to this podcast, we just hope that the team turns around better in the next match. And when we come back to you after the second Test match, we are in a much more positive state of mind. We are getting into 2021. Let's be bright, let's be cheerful, and let's have a wonderful 2021. Thank you, folks. <laughs>